0: that I do and how in love you were. Then came kids, work, responsibilities, and laundry. Suddenly your marriage became the last thing on your priority list. Are you wanting more out of your marriage?
1: We're Jeff and Mandy Rose. We want to show you how to design your perfect marriage. Join us on our challenges of adventure, commitment, faith, and yes, intimacy. We want to help you make your marriage more. And that's what I'm talking about.
0: Nobody knows what you're talking about because nobody heard what happened just before you pressed record.
1: So we have this new thing and now we well, I guess it's not a new thing, but we try to trade off on who starts the podcast. You know like when like you're not like in a conversation, you're just like
0: Okay, you, let's start.
1: You don't know, do a podcast and like, Hey, how are you doing? how's your day going? (laughs) You're kind of like talking to the abyss. So it's always kind of weird. So now we have this thing where kind of like actually it's from CrossFit where we go three, two, one, go. And I just start or she starts talking.
0: Yeah. Actually, he he just started this last podcast and he did it to me because he was like, all right, you start this one. And I was like, I don't know. I I don't know what I'm going to say. Like, I don't know. We know what the topic is, but we never know like how we're going to start it. And so he was like, three, two, one, record. And I was like, Like, you, so, little, you
1: did a little better than blah, blah.
0: I did. But then now he got a taste of his own medicine just now, though, because it was his turn to start. And I was like, he's sitting there like, hmm, thinking I could tell his look on his face. Like, I don't really know where I'm going to start with this. And I was like, three, two, one, hit record. Here I is.
1: <laughs> Let's do this. I'm ready. I'm ready.
0: <sighs> so
1: here's where I'm excited. I, I'm going to see if I don't screw this up. But welcome to the Marriage More podcast.
0: Woohoo! Good job.
1: To do that right. This time you did. So in case you did not know, and or I don't even know where you've been, but hopefully you've been listening to our podcast. No, but we have been the Dollars and Roses podcast since like 2011. And last episode, we announced the rebrand. So we are no longer Dollars and Roses. We are no longer DNR. That's like part of my identity. I
0: know. It's like he's having such a hard time with this. I feel like I need to get you a tissue.
1: I don't know more than a tissue. Like I just need a big teddy bear to cuddle with. <laughs>
0: I've got a few of those upstairs.
1: Yeah, maybe that's what we need. But all right, so the Marriage More podcast is episode 24. And And you
0: are excited. You're acting like, oh. Oh, no, I'm excited.
1: It's just, I just have to get used to it. It's kind of like... You know, if you just start calling me like Dan, all of a sudden, like, you know, like my name's Dan, not Jeff, like that's just weird.
0: (laughs) I'd say it's a little less intense than that, but if you want to use that analogy, it's fine.
1: I guess so. I guess so. (laughs) All right. Before we dive into today's podcast topic, we thought we would continue on with our fun, revealing, exciting.
0: (laughs) It's a fun fact. Don't use all those words.
1: It's a fun fact. It's a lot of words. It's a fun fact. So today we're going to switch it up and we're going to say a fun fact about each other. So Mandy, three, two, one, go.
0: <laughs> this is not going to be a thing now. Three, two, one, now it's your turn. That's okay because I'm prepared. You know, that's what it takes. You have to be prepared.
1: And you should be.
0: Yeah. Okay. So my fun fact about Jeff Rose is that every morning when he gets out of the shower, I know what you're thinking right now. He's thinking I'm going to say something else that would never be allowed on a podcast, (laughs) but I'm not. (laughs) He actually does like a... like an after, sho- I guess I'll call it the after shower dance. How
1: about the after shower shuffle?
0: The after shower shuffle. I mean, it could be like 5 a.m. or 8 a.m. or whatever time it is that he gets out of the shower. He is still doing his after shower shuffle. And it's just a little like, I don't even know, like a little pelvic thrusting <laughs> and little hip movement. And like he does it to get, I think he does it to get my attention because typically I'm like sitting there trying to get ready. And he gets out of the shower and he just starts dancing or pelvic moving thrusting or something and I typically just like now I just kind of ignore him like it used to be funny and now I'm just like okay I'm trying to get ready
1: (laughs) I mean you might as well just admit to all the podcast listeners that that is like the best part of your day
0: (laughs) I do enjoy your goofiness but you know usually I'm not a morning person so six or seven a.m. morning dances don't usually get me too excited Hmm.
1: I'm sorry to hear that. I'm truly sorry. <laughs> is to hear this that.
0: like a news, news flash to you? You didn't know that. No, this.
1: I, I just think that you just put on a front. I mean, I think it's secretly you're like, man, what would I do without that morning 15, dance. 27 seconds of my morning? <laughs> okay, so here's my fun fact about Mandy Rose. So my wife is notorious for buying cookies or making cookies or just making these desserts. And she typically doesn't even like really eat them? I mean, she does sneak some Oreos in the bedroom here and there. I don't actually ever see those in the pantry by the way. I mean, she definitely like kind of hoards those to herself. But she's notorious for like buying these desserts where and just so she has the this comfort feeling knowing that they're there in case she does want them. But the reality is like she never eats them and I usually eat them. <laughs> this because is my so I true. I have like such weak I'm just weak when it comes to that. I have no willpower whatsoever. You have
0: no self-control with that kind of food stuff.
1: And actually it was I remember I forgot where I think we were in New Orleans and we went to like a Wall Range or something and you know, for the getting some bottle of water for the hotel and she bought like these was, Twix like, bites. Twix bites. Oh, they're so good. You didn't have one of them.
0: I know. Here's the thing though. Like I just like to know that they're there. Like, what if I wanted to have one? Then they're there and I know it. But you know what? I really don't ever eat them. No. And like hear really kind
1: of strange. So this is the ironic thing, right? So she doesn't have the willpower to not buy them. But I do. Like, I don't have to buy that stuff. But yet, I don't have the willpower to not eat them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad combo. <laughs> it's a
1: horrible combination. <laughs> because I recall, I think I pretty much, I ate those quick bites. I don't know if I ate all of them, but you, I ate the like majority of them.
0: No, you did. You ate all of them. <sighs> I do this all the time, even at the grocery store, like I buy cookies and I'm like, or ice cream or whatever. I buy some kind of sweet something and it's not because I necessarily even want to eat it. I just like to know that like what if one night I decided I wanted to eat it, then it's there and I know I could. I, it's a, just this weird it's a very weird trait I have.
1: Yeah, and I'm trying to work through it. I'm trying to be strong. But.
0: Yeah, because if there's like cookies or brownies in the in the pantry, like they're gone. He's or like, like those, devouring those, them those, like time.
1: white powder donuts. Wow. I mean, just think, I'm just, I got to take a moment because I'm just like salivating a little bit.
0: Uh, I'm going to the store today, so I won't buy any of those, I promise.
1: Oh, God, that sounds so good. All right. So uh, today on today's podcast, not really a particular topic per se, but my wife, she put up a pretty snazzy picture on Instagram uh, last week or so. And uh, if you're
0: not following us on Instagram, we are at More. So you can check out the picture that he's talking about.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know I have a link to the show notes here. You can find it under the Marriage More podcast episode twenty four. But I'm just going to read the text that's on the picture, and the text says, "The goal in marriage is not to think alike, but to think together." And uh, I'm actually going to go ahead and read what she wrote on her Instagram. What would you call this? The description or just uh,
0: just the status update? Status I don't update. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> wow,
1: this is embarrassing. But here, this is what she wrote, and this was uh, four days ago. And now it is January 27th. To kind of put it into time perspective, 2015, by the way. But uh, she writes, "I get frustrated often when my husband doesn't think the same way I do. I can't tell you how many arguments we have been in over the years because we don't think alike." But after 10 years of marriage, we are finally realizing we don't have to think alike as long as we think together. You will disagree. You will not think alike in every situation or decision. Just remember that, that that's okay and focus on thinking together. Think of ways you can come to a compromise. Hashtag marriage, hashtag love, hashtag. Compromise. You could have left out the hashtag. Could have, could have, could have but just felt <laughs> get necessary. Get the full
0: effect though. You want them to get the full effect.
1: And when I, you know, I read that, I was like, wow, that's, I mean, I was like, I thought that was really good. And then, you know, a lot of people commented, we had a lot of likes on it. And I could just tell that, that update really resonated with a lot of people. And I know it really resonated with us because I think we just had came out of an argument that which really came out of nowhere. And I think that's where this was coming from.
0: Yeah, I think this was like pretty recently after we had a really big blow up. You were like an argument. I mean, it was like a blowout fight.
1: it, and it was. And Not it, like a
0: blowout diaper. I mean, like a blow up fight.
1: Sorry. It was, I want to say it's like the worst fight we've ever had, but I will say that it was one of the worst fights we've had in a long time. Mm-hmm. Something where, you know, my temper definitely got the best of me. Things were said that probably shouldn't have been that shouldn't have been said. And I think we kind of violated our traditional rule of, you know, going a a day or two without talking. And and a lot of it was just didn't really know where it was coming from on my end. And I know she was definitely hurt because she didn't know where what was coming from. And I don't know. it was just You know, by the grace of God, and we were able to once again work through it. I think we're much better now because of it.
0: But it all stems from the fact that we had this argument because we think very differently about certain things, and we really just don't understand when the other person doesn't think the way that we think. And so we got into this huge fight because we're like, "No, this it's my way," and he's like, "No, it's my way." Just to kind of give you guys a little bit of background about what we are fighting about, because I think it's you know it's always fun to know the story behind you know, what we're talking about. And so Jeff is the big idea guy and he has all these ideas all the time. And I'm like the realist. And I usually like, I, I call myself like the fun snatcher. Like I I tell him like I crash his fun ideas all the time. And so anyway, long story short, we're arguing about a business decision and he's just like, you know, I think that this is going to be like a good business decision. Is this idea he had? And And it was going to cost some money, and I was like, "No, I mean, I don't understand. Like, where you think we're going to get this money? I don't understand where you think. Like, why you think this is so good? Like, you, you know, you've just." this is such a new idea. Like you need to think about it more. And he's like, no, I've thought about it. And so we're just like arguing. That was kind of like the beginning of the argument, just so people can kind of get an idea. Like, you know, maybe you you and your spouse argue about similar things. Maybe it's not a business decision, but maybe it's how you raise your kids or just, you know, all kinds of different topics. So we were just disagreeing about the way that we thought that the business decision should go. Like I didn't think we should jump on the opportunity so quick and he thought we should. Does that pretty much kind of explain it?
1: Yeah, I mean, kind of, it, it kind does of. to an extent. And I think they'll put a little bit more backstory to it and just kind of like give some more story behind it. And so, uh, as she mentioned, I am the big idea guy. And there have been times in the past where I would get an idea and I wanted to act upon it immediately. And, you know, it's done done me well, over, you know, the course of you know my life. But there definitely have been times when I've gotten burnt either just going in business with someone I shouldn't have or, you know, spending money on something that just ended up being absolutely, you know, got nothing in return because it just didn't make sense after I actually thought about it some more. So, yeah, that's something that over time I've learned about, you know, with myself. And with this particular decision, like I felt that I had done that. You know, I'm not saying I'd done maybe I did it to the extent that she needed, but I felt that I had and I obviously was a bit mistaken on knowing that. But, you know, I think that's something that as a couple, like you learn, I mean, so this is like, not like a a new thing that just popped up. Yes, it was a new business decision, but the actual situation (laughs) is something that has been a part of our marriage, I think for, since the beginning. And, you know, we've been able to identify that. And I guess I think to her, this was like more of the same. It was like, this is the same song and dance. I've heard this. And to the best of my ability, I was trying to show her that it wasn't the same song and dance, you know, that I have changed, that I have to put in safety measures before jumping into anything. But for whatever reason, there was a very, very strong disconnect between where I thought we were at and where she thought I was at or we were at.
0: Yeah, it was definitely like we were on two planets. <laughs> but I think it just goes back to you know the fact that we are made so differently and that you know Jeff and I are opposites and I hear that a lot of times from other couples they're like oh we're completely opposite and so that is hard in marriage sometimes because the way that your brain works and the way that your spouse's brain works can be so completely different and that can cause a lot of arguments and issues because the way that you want to do something or the way that you think it should be done is very different from the way that they think it should be done and it's not that one way is right it's just that you disagree agree on how it should be done. Right. And so I just think that this is something that is really prevalent in marriage and just being able to realize that you don't have to think alike. That was something that, like when I wrote this, I was kind of like preaching to myself because just being able to think together. So to be able to sit down and like come up with something together. Okay. I realize this is how you think about it. And this is how I think about it. Let's talk about a way that we can make it work, but let's talk about a compromise and let's talk about it and think together on this. Instead of fighting and throwing our arms up and saying words that we don't mean. And it was a bad fight.
1: (laughs) I'm curious now that, you know, we can reflect back on the fight and the fact that we were able to kiss and make up and, you know, get past it. I mean, for you, what was it for you that just gave you peace, I guess? I mean, in us, because I guess to even to let people know, like we have continued on with that business decision. So it is going on as we speak. It has started, you know, I'm not saying that you're hundred percent, still hundred percent on board with it, but you're obviously have more at peace with it. You know, what do you feel like we were able to do to get past that together?
0: Well, I think a big part of it is just that you were willing to like work with me and you cared about my feelings. Whereas in times past, it was like, this is your decision. I should just trust it. And I shouldn't, you know, have a say. And so it was nice to see that you cared what I thought and that you were like, I really want you to see why I think the way that I think, but I'm not just going to like say, you should see why I think this. You were willing to like work with me. Like, so, you know, there were some things that I wanted done. I wanted to like go through a budget, like, because of of course this business idea involved money. So I was like, you know, I'd like to see like what we're spending our money on exactly. And because sometimes with our businesses, we have a lot of things going out and Jeff, he's the finance guy, but he doesn't do our personal finances. So I see that more than he does. And so just being able to, there were little things like that, that I wanted to be able to do to compromise that helped me feel more comfortable about the decision. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it sure does. And you know, one of the things that I did, and I've alluded to this in previous podcasts, and now I think this is actually a perfect podcast to just to get it out there. But this is a tool that I use when it comes across making any major decision. And yeah, I use it for business, but it also works for any major life decisions. And I'm going to actually have a PDF on this podcast that you will be able to download. And this is going to be called the Marriage Impact Filter. And you can use this. And why this tool is so helpful is that How many times have you made a decision, maybe went along with it, and maybe you got your wife's permission or, you know, speaking of the wives out there, maybe you got your husband's permission or or maybe you didn't, you know, and you just hope that they would eventually like come on board with you. And what this marriage impact filter will do is it will take 10 to 15 minutes and it answers some very key and strategic questions about what you're trying to do you know, whether you're doing it for you, whether you're making or maybe a decision for you and your spouse, maybe it's a joint decision, you know, but both of you can fill this out together. And just by investing 10 to 15 minutes, uncovering what you're truly, truly trying to accomplish, it will save you hours upon hours of frustration, hopefully hours upon hours of arguments and disagreements, because it really helps reveal what exactly you're trying to do and you know just a quick run through this is called the marriage impact filter and you'll just identify what it is you're trying to accomplish you know what's the purpose what's the importance what's the ideal outcome what is the specific success criteria so like if this thing actually plays out what does it look like you know spell it out instead of just trying to guess what you think that's going to look like and then finally you know what is the best result if you do take action and then what's the result if the worst result if you don't take action. And we'll have a PDF that you'll be able to download and you'll be able to use that. And, you know, if you have any couple's decision or decision, like I'm just thinking, I mean, this was a business decision. It could be taking on a new job, having a second child, going back to school, buying a new car. Uh, I mean, there's all these different things that couples, all these decisions that couples make together. And, you know, it can cause arguments, you know, if you don't agree. And I think this is just a nice little tool that can help you both understand where you're coming from. And this was something that I did, you know, with Mandy. And I think that, I know we still had a fight about it, but I think had I not done that at all, I mean, it would have, I don't think we would have been able to work through it as quickly as we did.
0: Yeah, I would definitely agree with that because I could tell that you had put thought into the decision and that you had kind of gone through the marriage impact filter. So that did help me to be like, okay, You know, I know we don't think alike on this, but he's put a lot of thought into this. He's very passionate about it. And I could see like the research that you had done. So that definitely helped. I will also say that, you know, a big part of me being able to come to a compromise or be able to like, you know, think together with you is nothing that I can do on my own because I am like the most stubborn sometimes selfish person on the planet. (laughs) And so like without Jesus changing me in that, like I would never be able to do that. Like I can remember past fights where I would just never see your way. And I was like, it's my way. And I don't think you're right. And um, I'll never think you're right. And I never did. And so I feel like that's kind of important to say as well, because if you're stubborn or selfish or you have any of those traits, like you really have to seek Jesus in changing you on that. Because I know I prayed a lot about it after that fight. And I was just like, okay, God, I know, like, I really think this is right. And I really think that I'm thinking the right way, but like, you know, help me to be able to like, you know, to see the way that he's thinking, help me to compromise, help me to open my heart to like being able to think together with him.
1: Yeah, I know for me, and I recall that following Sunday, I'd went up to receive prayer at our church. And, you know, and that this was one of the things I received prayer on. And you have to be careful on, when asking for God's help in these situations, because I easily could have asked God to be like, dear God, can you help my wife see the way? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and I mean, obviously that's a bit of more of a selfish prayer and that's not, you know, that wasn't what I was asking, but you know, it was just asking prayer over, uh, just the understanding of this decision, like, does this make sense? Is this to help glorify God? Is this more for, is this for me? If it's for you, you know, help me, give me the words to, and the way to show my wife, you know, help me with the conversations, the tone that I go about it and give me patience and, 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 you know, giving her time to see, you know, if that's, if it's the right thing, you know, if mean, it's not your way you reveal to me. And like, give me signs of like, this isn't the right thing. It was something that I should, probably should have done a whole lot sooner. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's funny how it's so much easier to go to God and Jesus, like after the fact, <laughs> you know, after you've had a marital, after you had an argument instead of going to Him beforehand. And it's still something that I'd still working on, all the time, you know, daily, I struggle with that. But you know, when you actually do recognize that it's, you do need his help. It's just amazing how uplifting it is and how enlightening it is. And it felt good after that, you know, we were able to work through it. And like she said, it wasn't us, it wasn't her, it wasn't me. I mean, it was definitely his grace that uh, helped us get past this once again.
0: Yes. So, I mean, I think if you're in a place, like I said, with your spouse, where you guys are constantly thinking, not alike, where you're thinking different, you know, check out the marriage impact filter for those big decisions. That has done tremendous things for for our marriage, but also, you know, prayer and just being able to communicate with each other in the right tone. Like I think that when you said like getting prayer about like how to communicate this and how, what kind of tone to use. I mean, that can be huge because tone is everything whenever you think you're right and you're trying to get your point across. I mean, if your tone says that, your spouse automatically is like, defensive, you know.
1: Exactly. So, we hope this was helpful. We just wanted to be even more transparent and we put it out there. I mean, we our marriage is not perfect and we will never claim that it is. And this is weird to say, but through our ministry, you know, other people have said like, you know, thankful for our ministry and, and what we're doing. It's just weird for other it feels weird for us to say that because I feel like, you know, we're just sharing our story so that that others can hopefully benefit from that, you know, but you know, if this is our ministry just to show people that you know, we are imperfect disciples of Jesus and we're still working on it. We still sin, we still err, we still fight, but, you know, we are still willing to work through that and, you know, compromise and communicate and, you know, keep helping grow our marriage more. And we hope that uh, you can learn through our struggles and through our good stories as well, you know, that uh, we can help make your marriage stronger.
0: Okay. Well, this is your life. This is your marriage and only you can make it more.
1: Take care.